So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks that work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com. Well, I saw that the... I saw that the new head of the TSA was sworn in at 10.30 a.m. today. Well, he got in line at 8, but didn't get to the podium until 10. Don't come off, shoes stay on, you idiot, the shoes stay on. I don't know. I don't know. I go right through, laptops. I don't know, man. Rules keep changing in this thing. Some business news. They do, I don't know the rules. Just tell me what's up. I'll take everything off. I don't care, man. Go through all my stuff. I have nothing to hide. <laughs> don't take your laptop out. Close it. Don't open it. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Bells come off. Shoes come off. Hey, I don't know the rules. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. The screaming at me because I don't know that at this airport today, right. your laptop is not supposed to be in the bucket. Or is supposed to be, or is supposed to be open or closed, or your phone can be in your shoes or can't be, or whatever. I'm obviously a moron and should be screamed at because I'm doing it the same way I've always done it, but the rules changed and I didn't get the memo. Or this is my third airport in three days, right. and you're the first people to right. insist on and this. And I'm doing it exactly the same as I did yeah. all the other times, <coughs> and nobody yelled at me. Power granted is power abused. Maybe that'll be the the quote. It's my life's work, my life's dream to have one thing I say uh, included in some collection of great quotes. Of course, I never write them down, so I just, I don't know. Somebody should, though. Here's my tease. I'll pay it off here in a couple of minutes. Judge Judy, who makes a ridiculous amount of money every year. Every, every year we find out what she makes and we're horrified. Yes. Uh, what does she make? $35 million a year or something like that. She just sold the entire catalog of her shows. How much did she get? Stay tuned. Brace yourselves. Yeah. Good Lord. You know, I I was all set to do something cheerful. I mean, all this North Korea gloom and doom, all the Trumpity Trump, Trump, Trump talk. So let's do a fun story like, I like this headline. He pushed an elevator's alarm button, but no one came. Weeks later, his body was found. Something cheerful like that. What kind of building are you in? Some sort of... 
where, where the elevator doesn't get used for weeks at a time. Well, yeah, the, the story makes it clear, but uh, maybe we'll get to that at some point. But I've got to get to the Google thing. The, the freaking Google memo guy fired, and now Google's CEO, what's his name, was going to have a big weepathon where they get together and talk about their diversity policies, and Google employees were allowed to submit questions for it. Well, somebody leaked the list of questions. And now everybody's afraid of getting harassed or or whatever, including some people who I think it was Breitbart published uh, saying we need to blacklist anybody who disagrees with Google's diversity policy. Google employees, the guy's memo was about people being blacklisted if they dare disagree. That's uh, unbelievable. Unfreaking believable. But so I, I hear the top of the hour news. And the CEO uh, feller, uh, Sundar Pichai, he, he, he was talking. He's talking about a girls co- at a girls coding conference. I think it was high school girls, was it, or uh, young young women who are learning coding and stuff like that? Saying, you know, there are these stereotypes. Don't believe it. We at Google need you, and you have a future at Google. Listen, people. Simple point I'd like to make to you. If it's like 60-40, men tend to something more than women. That doesn't mean, I'm going to speak slowly here because you're obviously very stupid. That doesn't mean <laughs> you look stupid. an individual woman can't be exceptionally good at something abroad tendency among the sexes does not speak to individuals. I think I was probably nine years old when I read that at a certain age, men, boys tend to be better at spatial relationship stuff and girls tend to be better at verbal skill stuff. And I thought, how interesting. I'm way better at verbal skill stuff. And terrible at the spatial relationship stuff as a male. Now, did I, like, freak out? Did my dick fall off? <laughs> did I run screaming that this was sort of, sort of... No, I realized, oh, okay, well, if it's 70-30, I'm in the 30. Hmm. And I moved on with my life! Broad tendencies don't categorize individuals! Like, did either one of your daughters... I doubt, you know, I doubt they ever thought, boy, I'd like to get into computing, but I know that only men are allowed. No, certainly not. I I can't believe that that's what young women think in high schools. No, they like virtually every young woman in America these days got the you can do anything you want thing from us. People like overreacting. Uh, uh, Well, yeah, being outraged, being offended is the national the national craze god people actually saying if anybody resists these policies we may do, we need to ruin their life and out them and blacklist them god you people you are so scary you'd have made good maoists you'd have made good uh what would the red tide you'd have made good uh what's the regime in cambodia khmer rouge you you googlers wow Google the Khmer Rouge as long as you're there at the headquarters. <laughs> you f- freaking totalitarians. <laughs> you cowards. You're intellectual cowards. 
So coming up, uh, your ideas are so weak and so rigid, you you can't even defend them. You got to stamp out anybody who dares disagree. You cowards! It's weird. So coming up, Vince is going to tell us about his uh, neighbor situation. If you've been following the ongoing drama, Michael uh, shakes his fist it. in joy. Yes, yeah, I've been joining. I guess you pumped your fist. You didn't shake your fist. Vince has had a number of run-ins with his neighbor, and uh, did again yesterday. Posted a video to YouTube, which I uh, I listened to last night, which was absolutely amazing. But oh, it was one of the most uh, dramatic scenes I'd witnessed. Uh, uh, really, uh, on any TV show or movie in the last several months. <laughs> did he know? You, did he know you were recording? No. Okay. Um, uh, so that's coming up. I'll pay off this. So Judge Judy, she makes a ridiculous amount of money for a show that's just, it's it's fine. I, I could guess. do such a good judge show. I was talking about this yesterday. Seems Is like... there some TV producer? Audition me. Put me in a robe. Give me a couple of dumbasses who are arguing over some, you know, bauble or minuscule amount of money, and let me go to work. God, it seems like a lot of people could do what she does. Yes, Sean. Could I be your bailiff in that show, Joe? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. You got to have one. Uh, why she makes thirty-five million dollars a year, I don't know. She just sold her whole sold. She just sold her whole library of all her shows, which, by the way, is fifty-two hundred episodes. <laughs> that should be enough. Fifty-two hundred episodes of Judge Judy, which runs through the 2019-2020 season. How much money does she need? Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, they think it might be for two hundred million dollars. The number wow. isn't completely confirmed, but it, it was it was somewhere in that category. I think you're going to see two hundred million dollars in addition to the thirty-five million a year she makes. Right. I think you're going to see a lot more of these. Companies bidding for backlogs of of content as everybody's trying to get into their own Netflix streaming service. Oh. They need things to put on there, and so if okay. if a thousand people are Judge Judy fans enough and they just signed up for their streaming service for that, I'm just I'm it, just the math works. I'm just out. throwing this out here. If you find yourself whiling away your precious hours of your life watching ten year old Judge Judy episodes, well, the age doesn't. Really matter do something else <laughs> oh i mean occasionally you may get he stole my uh, duran duran cities <laughs> and, but that's uh, nonetheless you're there for the mouth breathers really oh my and God. you're there for an old jewish lady yelling at him <laughs> and that's what you're gonna get speaking of people yelling at each other vincent uh, and his neighbor yelling at each other yesterday and we'll get the latest on that coming up oh my Crazy hoarder guy on the prowl. <laughs> Got ugly. Police were involved. Police ended up involved. Yeah. Wow. Well, just as a good tease, it starts with him dumping his oil in your yard. Yes. On his rose bushes. Right. That's a he a... said it was water. Yeah. <laughs> he has pans under his car to collect water. <laughs> was it black or clear? I That's... couldn't tell. I just oh. saw the, the ending action. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this If your neighbor's not a crazy person. Thank you for tuning in the Armstrong and Getty Show. High fences make for good neighbors. High electrified fences. You know, I hate that, actually. Uh, my parents live a place now, and where was I? I was visiting somewhere else, where they don't, where they, the, the fence thing hasn't caught on. 
It's right. awesome. The, the way it looks, be, being able to just see around all the backyards and everything like that, it's awesome. This that's clearly not the trend. Uh, the world is gone, though. Everybody puts up, you, you know, you you view your own t- little spot there. Fences and trees and shrubs and the rest so to keep prying eyes out. It's the way I prefer it. But uh, but I remember growing up in the Midwest where you'd go out your backyard and you'd see your buddy three uh, backyards over and you'd shout to him, you know, hey, what's going on? You want to go play or whatever? Or you'd see your the dad two doors down barbecuing or whatever. You'd wave and right. It was nice. And we would just run yard to yard to yard up and down. Sure. But uh, but um, Vincent has been battling with his neighbor for a long time. You want to start people out who haven't heard this story? Uh, we call him Harry the Hoarder, and he's, uh, well, he's a hoarder. His stuff, yeah, I've showed you a picture of his garage. It's just, he's got a car in there that hasn't been moved since probably for years. Stuff stacked on top of the car, uh, and... Various times I could see into his uh, domicile, and he's, it's just stuff everywhere, stacked high. So he's a hoarder, and he moves it out onto the driveway periodically, yeah. right? He, so that's the part I like. He moves it out, and then he moves it back? Yeah. He, he uh, shows his wares, and he kind of goes through newspapers from uh, 1983, probably, and then uh, and then he puts it all back in. And so this has been ongoing for either their two-plus years, and... Uh, Yesterday he, so he has he has a baking pan and like 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 the kind you throw into your oven, with food on it, and he has a, a large one that he keeps under one of his vehicles because it's a jalopy pos that leaks oil, hmm. and so he keeps it under there and uh, and yesterday I'm I was actually sleeping I woke up to get a snack of I'm on my way to the kitchen it's around seven p.m. and I see him dumping the baking pan of oil into my yard. And I have a small yard. It's very nice. modest. Does he have a yard? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, but it's like right on my roses, on my beautiful roses. And uh, so I open my door and I'm like, dude, thanks for dumping oil in my roses. And he starts going, it was water, it was water. And I was like, okay. And I just closed the door on him right away. And then ding, 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 ding. Starts ringing my doorbell. Open the door. It was water. It was water. Was it under your vehicle? Yes, it was. Why is it under your vehicle? No. And so I was just like, dude, I don't believe you. You're lying. And I don't care. Whatever. But don't lie. (laughs) And so it goes back and forth, back and forth. Is it oil? Is it water? And And then he goes into my dryer sheets. Now, for new listeners... He doesn't like my dryer. My dryer vent is on the front of my home, and it blows the the air. Uh, well, to, sort of near him. It's like ten feet away. If if he's if he's if he's got his uh hoarding uh, stuff, if he's doing his thing in his, in his driveway, ten twelve feet away. But he claims it makes him sick and he can't stand it. The smell of your dryer running. Right, and I use bounce dryer sheets. I'm not a savage. <laughs> right. And, and you so, want your undies to be soft and pliable. Right. And not staticky clingy. Right. <laughs> and so, it, so it, it morphs into oil versus water into my dryer sheets. and and What, the argument did, you mean? Yeah. Okay. And, and, and so he, he, he goes into, like, he wants to build, like, some, like, duct system or some piping system to 
to channel my my vent, my dryer vent, to the back of my home. Oh, that's right. So there there may or may not be recordings of this conversation that mm, I've heard. Yeah. So that's right. It, well, the, the fact that he that he tries to pivot from you poured oil in my yard to oh yeah you use your dryer. Um, I don't like the smell of your dryer. What 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 is, what, what the hell was that change of conversation? Just the, there's nothing wrong with the smell in my dryer. There's something wrong with him. He's the one who smells. Uh, but he's yeah. willing to repipe your whole house. Yes. So that the dryer vents on the at other his side. his expense. Well, at least you know he's <laughs> he's sincere about his dislike uh, and f- bounce uh, dryer it'd sheets. It'd be a fun weekend project. You two could go to Home Depot together and right. get the stuff. And just you spend hold the it, I'll screw that in. This is fun. <laughs> it just pissed me off during this entire time. He starts ringing my doorbell. Ding, 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 ding. Like, while we're talking. So that's the craziest part to me. Wait, I mean, wait a second. While the two of you are yelling at each yes. other, he's ringing your doorbell. Yes. Did you listen to the audio that I may or may did. not I exist? I didn't pick up on that. Oh, yeah. The bell just is uh, going, I may or may ding, not ding, have. ding, 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 yeah. ding. So while they're talking, <laughs> the guy is standing there next to the doorbell, ringing it over and over and over again, just to make you mad or yes, what? Yes, just to that drive is, me crazy. That is complete cuckoo land material right there. That's a crazy thing to do. It How works. close have you come to uh, 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 lifting your hands? Uh, never. I, I would never get physical with him. First of all, because I could take him because take him I lift. You're a really <laughs> decent fellow. How much do you lift, generally speaking? <laughs> That's not important now, Joe. <laughs> I love uh, that bit. Uh, uh, but I, I would never get physical with him. My other neighbor who, like, always is looking out for me uh, has my back. He came out last night. So that they, And they have gone at it for years. Like, they call cops on each other. They file reports. And, and, and so they got into it. That's when... It got the it got physical. It turned into an altercation. Uh, How I, serious? Like pushing, or did somebody's face get smashed? I, I don't want to say. Okay, you don't um, know. Nobody knows. Oh, and, oh, I didn't see nothing. And I forgot. I forgot to mention. So at, at the end of uh, the nearing the end of our conversation, Harry starts threatening me, and he's like. I'm going to report you to the HOA. And I'm like, go ahead. They love you. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to call the cops. The cops. I'm gonna, and he says, I'm going to notify your employer. Notify my yeah. employer that I like to do my laundry. <laughs> That's Wait a minute. You're drawing your laundry? That's the part I like. You're gonna, I'm going to notify your employer. Boy, he's a cuckoo bird. Yeah. Are you afraid of him? No. No. So he does, you don't find him threatening. It's just annoying. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't find him threatening or physically imposing or anything, but there's a part of me that's like... So you don't think he's dangerous? You just think he's a... It's a, just an annoying lifestyle. Yeah. I, but but there, there I'm is I'm going like, to contact your employer and <laughs> tell him that you use the dryer. I couldn't imagine a scenario where I said that to another human being. <laughs> well, yeah, that's. I mean, that's the proof that he's got a screw loose. I just, I'm worried he's going to come at you with a knife or something. Well, that, that's, that's like 5% of me. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and uh, and that, yeah, he, he it does turn violent, but it hasn't. And and this has been going on like like I said for years before I was there, and he's got into it physically with other uh, neighbors. Wow. Uh, previously, and his cars, his cars are getting egged, not by me. <laughs> and, uh, and how many cars? Uh-oh. How many cars does he have? He had. Uh, it varies. I mean, they they just come and they go. But I'd say right now he has four or five. Does he have a job he drives to every day? Or? I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, but uh, <laughs> well, one of his one of his cars has eggs all over it. It's down the street, and uh, my one neighbor is like, "Yeah, we call that car the egg roll." <laughs> <laughs> I get it, uh, boy. Somebody pour, poured oil on my roses. I'd be 
I'd be fighting mad. I wouldn't fight them, obviously, because there are better ways to handle it. But that, that's that is that's that aggression cannot well, go it's unchecked. Criminal, it, right. This this. Uh, what what did the, the Lebowski? I was trying to think the Lebowski thing too. This transgression will no, not stand, man. <laughs> this aggression will not stand. He was man. quoting I was a just wearing the T-shirt. I, I was a uh, Bush actually. I was wearing the uh, the T-shirt yesterday. Oddly enough, um, but that's criminal damage to property. Yeah. And so, you know, if but you wanted God, to. I would uh, just think this, I would think, how am I going to handle this? This is going to be such a pain in the ass. Because, yeah, you know, you, you, you live in a state where the, the environmental concerns, you could bring, you know, go that angle. But um, <clears throat> sure. uh, just, just it's going to be paperwork and phone calls and meetings and just, I don't want to. But if you don't do anything, it's going to continue. So that would just be so annoying. That's my attitude because uh my neighbor was like well you went on your property without your permission you can call the cops and i was just like uh, whatever i, I don't want to get into it doesn't want to escalate it like trump you didn't want to use uh, that sort of escalating rhetoric or you just don't want to deal with it who wants to deal with it right. you call the police they're going to be there in 45 minutes they're going to be there for 45 minutes as you fill out paperwork who wants to freaking do that Vince, yeah. you gotta say to him i will respond with fire and fury <laughs> and, and frankly and power. Frankly, power. <laughs> yes you've got to tell me you know what's funny is this reminds me so much of the uh, case I was the foreman of a jury for. It was an aggravated assault case where these two guys, these two numbskulls, uh, one guy in particular, um, were in this bitter argument over a car. And and finally, after a, a number of weeks of conflict, it came to blows. And the one guy, it was, a, you know, a fight in a living room. And a guy, like, went over, he hit his head on the coffee table, he split his head open. And essentially, we ended up acquitting the other dude, more or less, because the guy really deserved to get his ass kicked. And, you know, the fact that he got his head cracked open, that's eh, lucky. You get you, you screw people, and they want to fight you. Sometimes you accidentally hit your head on something sharp. Right. So the guy, I, I actually, he was clearly guilty, and I voted to convict, but, eh. Everybody, the, the, the opinion was he deserved that ass kicking. I'm fine with that. Um, That's true. And 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 so my na- my neighbor calls the cops last after after right after this just happened. P- uh, Harry took off uh, quickly, and he was gone. So my neighbor calls uh, the cops, and, and just the the response was just completely muted and just like, eh. and then several hours mm. later there was a cop car outside. Yeah, well, the cops, I'm sure, just love showing up to a somebody dumped oil in your rose bushes call. So t- um, tell me about the dryer sheets again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a couple of DHs arguing over dryer sheets. Yeah, that's what they want to do. What brand did you say it was Bounce? Okay. Yeah, how'd you like to be in radio management and get that call? Huh? One of your employees want to talk to you about their laundry. Right. Um, the I wish we could play the audio if it does exist, and it doesn't. I only say that for comedy purposes. Certainly not. If the audio did it, I wish we could play the... Because the ring in the doorbell over and over while you're arguing is the stuff of a lunatic. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just so crazy. I'm about to take it down. Ding, so. ding, 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 ding. And you know what your problem is? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> no, don't, don't. Not yet. I want to hear it again. You if it exists. crazy person. Yeah. What did you... Do you ever... Your restraint is remarkable in the... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, from the rumors I've heard, because um, there have been a number of these things, Vince. But have you ever decided to go full-on calm and just question him? I see you're ringing my doorbell repeatedly while we're speaking. Why are you doing that? You psychopath. <laughs> now, see, that's that Trumpian rhetoric. 
Oh, I'm God, that's you. good stuff. Having nightmare neighbors is just, oh, that's so rough. How do you think this ends? I, I don't. It just... Well, if, the, if there was pay per view in the squared circle, if there was <laughs> if there was a fight last night and the police called, I suppose something could come out of that. Like he could actually do time or something. And oh, and I, not for the average scrape. I don't know if you've uh, read the papers. The jails are so full; they're letting truly violent scumbags mm-hmm. out. So, well, God dang it. That is something else. What's coming up in your news, Marshal? Well, North Korea fires back at Trump's latest warnings as the threats continue escalating. And we do have a Taylor Swift butt-grabbing trial update. Oh, yes. Warning, some graphic testimony coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Have you researched dryer sheets? Is there anything that smells incredibly worse than bounce? You know, Judy once bought some that were, like, perfumed, and they were awful. We ended up throwing them out. You know what smells bad is the off-brand. Buy the, like, the generic cheap ones. I do Bounce. No, cheaper than Bounce. Like, Trounce. Or it's got some... It's, it's like I... It's, when I couldn't afford Shout for squirting on my clothes, I used Zout for a while. <laughs> right. And, and it smelled like shite. <laughs> is that what you're saying? So get something cheaper. Uh, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I like the joke on Saturday Night Live last night of uh, Guam said, hey, look, we're on CNN. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Guam's got to be thinking, what, what do we do? Come on. Guam could get obliterated in this whole stare-off between nuclear powers. Well, that would not be cool. No. Uh, we got a big military installation there. No. Oh, lots of Americans. A lot of our fellows are there. Uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, South Korea and the surrounding regions are on high alert. U.S. officials say the American military is ready with defensive and offensive capabilities as tension with North Korea continues to mount. The military's motto around the Korean Peninsula is, ready to fight tonight. Earlier this week, President Trump warned Kim Jong-un to knock off nuke threats against the world or... They will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power. This morning, the president ratcheted up the pressure. Once again, official President Trump tweet reader Vincent Nicholas. Military solutions are now fully in place, locked and loaded, should North Korea act unwisely. Hopefully, Kim Jong-un will find another path. Locked and loaded. There you go. That's uh, pretty close to Dirty Harry. Go ahead, make my day. Mm-hmm. Firing back, a statement from North Korea today oh, says... Oh, boy, here we go. The U.S. is, quote, no more than a lump which can be beaten into jelly at any time. <laughs> oh, that's it. There's no call for that. He clearly has no idea how jelly is made. <laughs> a lump? How dare you? You get all the fruit in a lump, and then you yeah. beat it, right? And then, boom, jelly. I just, was, was, uh, here's my question, though. Was my, uh, my girlfriend back on duty? Because there was a dude bellowing his uh, North Korean threats. I think it was yesterday, and I missed my sweetheart, the bellicose North Korean news lady. I hope she's all right. Is it just the translation? Does this stuff make sense in North Korean? (laughs) Probably. It's pretty funny in American. (laughs) Yeah, remember, the U.S. is no more than a lump which can be beaten into jelly at any time. (laughs) Wow, I'd hate to have that happen. (laughs) You take a lump and a stick. (laughs) Turns out the eldest child in the family is supposed to be the most responsible, the leader, but new data reveals they are the worst drivers. Privilege Car Insurance assessed the driving habits of over 1,300 drivers, and they find the youngest children tend to be the safest drivers. 
but the oldest, the firstborns, are the worst. wonder why that is. 90%. Boy, that's the experience in my family, too, but uh, really? I don't know. Yeah, uh, My kids, I mean. 90% of older siblings are likely to speed. Half will cut off other drivers, and 46% hog the middle of the road. Mm, nah, Kate wasn't aggressive. She just had a little trouble getting the hang of it. Over- She's a terrific driver now. Overall, only children like moi were the best drivers. <laughs> <laughs> and testimony is resumed now in a civil trial over whether Taylor Swift was groped by a former radio DJ. A uh, security guard for Swift has taken the stand today in the Denver Federal Court. Yesterday, Swift vividly described the night she says former radio DJ David Muller, or Mueller grabbed her bare bottom under her skirt during a meet-and-greet photo op. Swift called it, quote, a very long grab. When asked if it could have been someone else, Swift countered, he had a handful of my ass. He did not touch my rib. He did not touch my hand. He grabbed my bare ass, Taylor said. He stayed latched onto my bare ass as I moved away from him, visibly uncomfortable. Mm. So graphic testimony from, uh, you know, America's sweetheart. That's interesting that even Taylor Swift, who i got to believe has a fair amount of self-confidence at this point in her life, um, yeah, I would say so. Didn't the the moment he put his hand on her ass, turn to him and say, what are you doing? I mean, even she just stood there kind of frozen. And- you touch me again, we'll put your lights out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was just shocked by it. Anyway, Mueller claims that Swift cost him his job by falsely accusing him of groping her during a meet and greet in 2013. He's suing her for defamation. She's countersuing him for sexual battery. So anyway, we are into another day of the trial. How long did they say this was going to go on? Two weeks? How could it possibly last two weeks? Yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, how many days are we into already? Anyway, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. It would take 14 minutes for a nuclear-tipped missile to make it from North Korea to Guam. 14 minutes is not very long for us or anyone else to react. No, indeed. North Korea's threats. I've ranked them the top five most ridiculous North Korean threats through the years. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show, including the chilling incident in which North Korea declared a state of war with a boiled pumpkin. I'll I'll need a little more explanation on that. Stay tuned for the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag Hold up and stash behind your car And it's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words of bonds And the stays in the drive on some light so that's John Mayer at his concerts the other night. He found out a couple hours earlier that Glenn Campbell died, and apparently he knew this song and gave it a shot. He said, my love for the song is better than my technical abilities to play it, but I'm going to give it a shot. Came off pretty well. He's such a cutie. Anyway, so I was reading about Glenn Campbell, who died earlier in the week. He played guitar on You've Lost That Lovin' Feeling. Yeah. Also the... Unchained Melody, which I could live the rest of my life without ever hearing again. Uh, Frank Sinatra's Stranger in the Night, and hundreds of other songs yeah. that uh, everybody's heard. The Monkees, uh, the guitar solo, and I'm a Believer from the Monkees. So he played uh, the guitar on Pet Sounds for the Beach Boys. I didn't know that. Mm, I knew he played on a bunch of their records. I didn't know that. Interesting. So here are your top five North Korean threats. I got to think there wasn't two people in John Mayer's audience that had ever heard that song before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He, he was doing that for himself. Well, that's fine. Yeah. 
Uh, last March, North Korean officials to the Imperial Americans, we will not hesitate to slap them with a preemptive nuclear strike. In addition to that, the promising the nuclear strike, Smackdown, they actually released a video depicting a computer-generated attack on Washington, D.C. Um, and, and they make the point, to be fair, no one worried. It happens every three days in North Korea. Now, I'm skipping, it didn't, uh, honorable mention the top five, when in response to that Seth Rogen, James Franco movie where they were going to try to assassinate right. Kim Jong-un, yeah, I remember that they story. hacked into Sony Pictures. To retaliate for American imperialism and released a bunch of embarrassing gossip. But that was not a threat, so it doesn't make our list. This is one of my favorites. In 2013, after witnessing an anti-chemical warfare exercise in South Korea, North Korea declared it had entered a state of war with South Korea. It also called, quote, America a boiled pumpkin. (laughs) I don't know what they meant by that. So that's probably like a saying in North Korea, like... uh... I don't know. You're a you're an oozing sore or something Oy. like that. But the translation, you come up with boiled pumpkin, makes no sense. Right. Um, let's see. I've got the full quote here. Where's the boiled pumpkin part? Um, eh, not worth looking for. Uh, it's too long. I'm rambling. Uh, keep your threats concise. Remember when John McCain fat shamed Kim Jong Un? Oh yeah. McCain said China is the one, the only one that can control Kim Jong-un, this crazy fat kid that's running North Korea. Fat! Well, the comment, according to North Korean media, was essentially a declaration of war. And I quote, hardline conservative lawmakers of the U.S. Congress have dared to take on our greatest dignity. It is the most hostile expression about our ideology, system, and people, and a severe provocation equivalent to a declaration of war. All right. North. God, I feel like, uh, you know, I'm in a bad marriage. I come home, I got a little beer on my breath, and I hear that. I hear I hear that again. You walk in the door, first thing you hear. I click, and I hear. God, I had a couple of beers with the fellas! China! It's 645! So are you. Slam and I'm out. Uh, in twenty thirteen, frustrated with a new round of international sanctions, Kim Jong un gave his soldiers a pep talk about turning South Korea's uh, Bengyong Island into quote a sea of fire. The dear leader reportedly told his troops, once an order is issued, you should break the wastes of the crazy enemies, totally cut their windpipes, and thus clearly show them what our real war is like. That's rough. Break your waist? Ow, my waist. And then finally, number one, North Korea planning a super mighty preemptive strike. That would be April 20th. Rex Tillerson was talking. North Korea didn't like it. In the case of our super mighty preemptive strike being launched, it will completely and immediately wipe out not only U.S. imperialist invasion forces in South Korea and its surrounding areas, but the U.S. mainland and reduce them to ashes. I uh, came across this article, Welcome to Eclipseville, how small town America is cashing in on the first solar eclipse in 40 years. And really... No, a total, total eclipse of the heart no, on total, Monday. Total eclipse of the sun. 
the one 40 years ago and only got a tiny little part of the country. So, you know, that's not, that's not the same sort of thing. It's clear across the United States. People couldn't come. Wherever you live, you could drive there in a day. Anywhere in the United States, right? And, right. Um, so, right across the middle of the country. So towns all across the country are cashing in on it. As, as one town said, it's essentially, because so many people are coming everywhere, one town said it's essentially like hosting the Super Bowl without having to build a stadium. Wow. In terms of the number of people that are coming. And, well you know, said. And you get to sell them stuff and, uh, and whatever. Um, various towns have been battling for years now to try to claim they're the best place to see the eclipse even though it it varies little as to where is the best place. I mean, it's a few seconds longer, but then the likelihood of being cloudy, I mean, they're all about the same. But somehow Hopkinsville, Kentucky, has managed to emerge as the the best place to see the eclipse, and they're expecting hundreds of thousands of people to show up there. Uh, You want to be in the path of totality. That's what I'm going to be in, the 70-mile-wide path of totality. That's what I'm hoping for, me and the millions of other people. Happens to be the title of my new all-instrumental album, Banjo and Recorder. You remember the little flute thing you played in uh, sure. elementary school? Sure, my kids well, have just, one. The marriage of those two sounds together is just magical. I picked up one of those not long ago. I can still play it as well as I did in fourth grade, <laughs> which is not saying much. Without even practicing. And without even practicing. Amazing. I'm as likely to play Go Tell Aunt Rody in a way that you could identify it as I was then. All right, so listen, we, we've got to nail this down. The first point of contact will be at Lincoln Beach, Oregon. I've been there. Uh, at 9.05 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. 9.05. Totality begins there at 10.16. And that's what we're all here for, right? A partial eclipse. <laughs> right. Whatever. I want to see a total eclipse. Totally. Of the heart. Um. Yeah, I'm just going to get the partial because I'm working and not slacking like you. I think. I may I may change my mind. I might call everybody Sunday and say, I'm going to the eclipse. I don't know. We'll I have, have no see. idea if I'm going to think, wow, that was really worth the time, expense, and effort to do this. Or if I'm going to think, everything seems different to me now. It's all about the corona, I'm told. Change it's my corona that'll drink blow enough, your mind. You drink enough coronas and that really makes a difference? That's my plan. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> The corona? It's all about the... Oh, yeah, because the sun is blotted out, and you see the twisting, colorful arms of fire and light around the sun. Hmm. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> 